you, EBO? Trent England is executive director at Save Our State. It's the case against ranked choice voting. I've got a couple pamphlets I'm going to give away that will not count as prizes, so you can still get in on all the other good stuff. Hi, Trent. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. How was your Thanksgiving? It was great. Had all the kids home, so that's always a good thing. That's fun. And were they able to go back to their homes, or did you get (laughs) hit by storms? No, they they made it back, uh, one back to uh, college up at Hillsdale, and uh, another one just just back uh, to college regionally. So, uh, okay. so yeah, no, no problem at all. So you were good, yeah. Mine, mine live like eight blocks away, so we were good. All right, so <laughs> this um, ranked choice voting, I don't think a lot of people understand what that even means. Yeah, it's uh, and this is one of the problems with ranked choice voting fundamentally. It's complicated and it's obscure, and yet you have folks out there trying to foist it on voters. I mean, this is a system where instead of voting for a single candidate, voters can rank a group of candidates in in one election, right, for one office. And so instead of, you know, just marking the bubble and moving on, they're asking voters to say, well, this is my first choice, and second, third, you know, maybe fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, right, in, in a particular election, and then when they count up these votes, they are counting all the first-place votes, and if nobody has a, a majority of first-place votes, then they're dropping off the least popular candidate, they're adjusting the votes on those ballots, recounting the ballots, um, and doing that over and over and over again in this process, a lot of ballots also get thrown away because if voters don't rank enough candidates, then, uh, you know, once they're out of rankings, then it's just as if they didn't even vote in that election. And so, you know, as as, as people can probably imagine from that description, it, it, it seems like it's gotten hard enough for our election officials to just count ballots once and come up with a straight answer. And now they're pushing this system where we would have them counting them over and over and over again, which really means feeding all this data into a computer and having the computer run this algorithm to determine who wins under these rules. It's a, it, it is not the way we want to take our elections if we want them to be transparent and accountable and have results we can trust. Does anybody actually do this? Yeah, actually, there there are um, there's only two states that are experimenting with this at the state level. That's Maine and Alaska, and of course, you know, those are are very small states in terms of population. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and even in those places, they've had they've had real challenges with it. It's it's been something that mostly gets pushed at the city level, and we see some cities use it. Uh, Minneapolis uses it. New York City. Uh, is using it in uh, in primaries and uh, Arlington, Virginia, a county just outside of Washington D.C. used it for a primary earlier this year. And as soon as they finished that, they said, "We're not going to do this again." This, it was, you know, just too too complicated even for election officials. It's hard to, to even uh, think about while you're talking about right. it. It's hard to. Can you imagine being a poll worker? I'd throw my hands in the air and say, "Screw it, I'm out." Yeah, I'd be done. There's just no way I would go through all. I mean, this this opens the door for so much inaccuracy and not even cheating, but just people saying, I am so tired of doing this. I'm going to start poking in numbers. Yeah, and, and that's the, the research suggests 
that for every one of these races where you have, you know, you're ranking candidates instead of just voting for one, it takes voters about a minute longer to fill out a ballot. So if you think about a ballot with, you know, 15 races on it, you're talking about 15 minutes longer to fill this out in a polling place. I mean, longer lines, longer ballots, like you say, a lot more work for poll, uh, polling place workers. Uh, and, you know, it's just kind of crazy. You talk to the folks pushing this, it's like they, they don't even think about any of these side effects um, of uh, of creating a system that, that makes it just more complicated for voters to vote uh, and a lot more complicated for, for you know, the, the election folks to count the votes. So. Right. We already have enough issues. Yeah, we have enough issues. You <laughs> know, right. But they're trying to do this, Trent, so they can set a precedent in how it worked out so that they can force it to go nationwide. It's what they always do. That's right. I mean, they're, they're pushing this at the federal level. I mean, even going back to H.R. 1 and S. 1, they were trying to force local jurisdictions to buy election equipment that would allow ranked choice voting, right? So very powerful folks are trying to nudge us in this direction um, and, uh, you know, frankly, I mentioned Maine and Alaska, um, you know, Democrats have picked up two congressional seats, one in Maine and the, the one seat in Alaska by changing those states over to ranked choice voting. It, it allowed them to basically, you know, in, in Maine in particular, uh, to, uh, to take advantage of the fact that, uh, uh, they've got these, you know, the, these other candidates on the left who run and uh, and so they they wind up using these kind of far left candidates as a get out the vote tool for the Democratic Party, which is a really strange, uh, you know, it, it, it's a it's a strange way to be changing the rules in order to change the outcomes, and uh, you know, and, we, and we've seen it shift politics to the left in both of those states. So you know, no surprise, all the money for this is is coming from the left as well. Right. And, and but but they must have come up with this for a reason. Are they hoping for the confusion and the upset and the in election month instead of election day like we're supposed to have? What what's the reasoning behind this? There's got to be there's got to be a catch for them. Well, I, I think that I think that some of the big money folks behind this, I think, just want to box out conservative candidates. I, I think that they believe that, um, you know, if you have a system like this, you're, you're always going to be sort of nudging things, at least toward the center left. Uh, you know, in Alaska, they used it to box out Sarah Palin. Uh, and, and I think it also, I mean, for, for anybody sort of on the ground in politics, if you do something like this that makes elections more complicated, and I think this is part of what's happened in Alaska, um, you know, conservatives are are already skeptical of the election system right now. I mean, obviously, we see you know, we see voters on both sides of the of politics who are frustrated. But I think if you make elections more complicated, clearly in in the current environment, you're going to have more conservatives who get fed up and don't vote than than folks on the left. And so I think they're trying to box out conservative candidates. I think that they're trying to. Uh, you know, really disenfranchise conservative voters. And then, as you say, you know, just create a system that's so complicated and, and technology-dependent that, uh, you know, it kind of paves the way for, for these other steps they want to, to push us towards more reliance on, on technology in elections, which, you know, technology has its place, but if we can't easily do hand recounts and do audits and verify the outcomes, uh, I mean, that's just that's not a good direction to take Democratic 
processes, uh, you know, we, we, we already have too much of that uh, as it stands. Yeah. All right. So ranked choice voting is something that a lot of people are going to think, oh, it's like the Iowa test of basic skills back when I was in <laughs> school, which all of us just kind of drew pot leaves and Christmas trees by the time we were done or smiley faces if you weren't like me. Um, but this this is just another way to confuse voters even more than they already are. And let's face it, the left already thinks people are too stupid to get an ID in order to go and vote in the first place. Um, if you've moved, make sure you contact the county where you lived and let them know you don't live there anymore and co- contact the county in which you live after the proof that your property taxes are paid here in Missouri. Then you can register to vote in your new county. But make sure that you do it. And... Make sure that your vote counts and don't, if this comes up and they start saying, well, we need ranked choice voting, let's give them a big old hell no, because it's so confusing the way that it is, the the ballot language on some of the amendments that they're trying to pass or even some of the props that are coming through. I mean, it takes us long enough to vote without confusing us by ranking everybody. If, 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 if we wanted to, Trent, we could just go through and mark the one we want as number one and skip the rest. Any, or would they then throw out our ballot? Well, you can do that. And what we see in these elections is that oftentimes there's a big group of voters who, who do, you know, it'll be like 25% just won't, won't rank anybody or, you know, uh, I mean, some significant portion of voters. If, if your candidate is eliminated in one of those rounds, and this is what happened up in Alaska, uh, and you haven't ranked somebody else, then yeah, your, your ballot is just thrown out. It becomes as if you didn't vote in that election. So it's, uh, it's kind of a catch-22, right? They, they're rewarding voters for using their system, basically, or punishing voters who don't. Um, which, you know, you mentioned voter ID. It is totally ironic that some of the same people pushing ranked choice voting have been saying, oh, you know, but voters are too dumb to get an ID. Um, and, you know, and they say, you know, particularly minority voters, they can never figure out how to, you know, get to get an ID and, and uh, participate in an election if, if we have that requirement. Of course, we know that's not true. All, all of the evidence shows that that's not true. The evidence does show that with ranked choice voting, you make elections more complicated. Older voters have more problems. And also, poor voters, which disproportionately tend to be certain ethnic minority groups, uh, do wind up ranking fewer candidates and therefore have a much greater chance. In New York City, black voters had a two and a half times greater chance to have their ballots thrown out for not having ranked enough candidates than, than you know, just the general pool of voters. Uh, so, I mean, we actually do see that this is a system that pr- produces a disparate impact, is sort of what the lawyers call it, uh, you know, that, that, uh, that can disenfranchise groups of voters who the left says that they're, you know, that, that they're trying to protect, and, and we've actually seen, and this is the wild thing about this, this political fight, we've seen some NAACP chapters and civil rights groups who are actually on our side on this, saying that, wait a second, you know, ranked choice voting is not, you know, you, we, we've been saying that we don't want elections to be more complicated. We don't want to throw up roadblocks in, in front of voters, even really simple, kind of obvious things like voter ID. And to these folks' credit, as some of them, not all of them, but some of some of these these folks have said, "Look, ranked choice voting is is not a good thing for the folks that we're supposed to represent." Uh, so that's been fascinating to see. It's it's sort of become another one of these issues where, 
you've got some traditional, you know, kind of Democrat Party constituencies that uh, are not willing to march in lockstep with the the hardcore hard left progressives. So that that's an interesting thing to follow. And you know, I think as they as they push ranked choice voting in Missouri, it, it'll be you know be interesting to see uh, on the left. Are there some groups that that actually mean what they say that they want elections to be easy for voters to participate in? Because if, if they do, they're certainly going to join us in opposing ranked choice voting. Yeah, and and this is something that you need to educate yourself about. Where do they go to learn more from Save Our States and on ranked choice voting? Yeah, we've got a website. It's stoprcv.com, just stoprcv.com. And folks can find the, the book, A Case Against Ranked Choice Voting, that Jason Sneed and I wrote, uh, you know, as you, as you say, very, very little book, kind of modeled after the old uh, colonial pamphlet. I have 20 seconds, uh, Trent. you got to hurry. They can find it uh, where, where books are sold. So the case against ranked choice voting. Thanks so much, okay. Farm. You're very welcome, Trent England. Bye-bye now.